Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show. I'm Greg. I'm Dave. <laughs> Glad I can edit this out. <laughs> Have you seen any of these? Of course, I'm behind uploading these too. Oh man. How about this one right here? Catholic school senior arrested for affirming biological gender. He files religious discrimination complaint. From the Epic Times by Michael Wing on May 8th. High school senior Josh Alexander, 17, won't graduate this year. The Ontario student was suspended after protesting transgender bathrooms in St. Joseph's Catholic High School. Catholic huh. High School. Transgender. And hasn't attended class since February. Not since police escorted him out of the building for trespassing. What do you mean trespassing? Isn't he a student at the school? Uh, yeah. Oh, look, Satine was on Tucker Carlson a few weeks back and has made the rounds to rally public support, accusing the Renfrew County Catholic District School Board Principal Derek Lennox and two teachers of religious discrimination. I guess I'm just still trying to wrap my head around a Catholic high school. Accepting transgenderism. Yeah, except pedophilia, so. Well. <laughs> hey, this one, the uh, investor arrested after criticizing Warren Buffett's funding for Bill Gates for Bill Gates' woke philanthropy and ties to Jeffrey Epstein. It's by Fred Lucas, May 8th, uh, from the Daily Signal. The chairman of a corporate watchdog was removed from a shareholder meeting and arrested after questioning Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett's support for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The ejected nonprofit leader's criticism Saturday included Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates' travel with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Pete Flattery, chairman and CEO of the National League and Policy Center, was arrested and charged with criminal trespassing by police in Omaha, Nebraska, even though his name was on the list of attendees for the Berkshire Hathaway shareholder meeting. Quote, I've been involved in shareholder activism for 19 years, and I have never before had my mic cut, and I was never before arrested. Close quote by Mr. Flattery. Another quote, require hereafter that two separate people hold the office, so this guy is making a proposal of a change, leadership, or positions, that two separate people hold the office of the chairman and the office of the CEO. Because right now, Buffett holds both. Uh, under the meeting rules, shareholders have three minutes to speak for a resolution. A Berkshire Hathaway employee interrupted Flattery shortly after one minute, and then someone cut his microphone. Flattery talked about the Gates nonprofit's funding of left-wing causes such as critical race theory, gender politics, and defunding the police. He, he was an invited guest. An invited guest. He was a slated speaker. Mm -hmm. And they charged him with trespassing. I see a trend here. Guess that's the easiest way for them to slap cuffs on you, right? So, Because I know like in our state... Signs don't have the weight of law. Businesses that may have a no firearms allowed sign type of thing. 
that's that has no weight legally. Ah. But if uh, an employee of that establishment asks you to leave on those grounds, then you have to leave, else that's trespassing. Mm. That that is the statute of the of the law. But with this, it seems like as soon as you become problematic, you know, they slap trespassing on you. I don't like that. You see, I, I think of everything as a slippery slope with these people, you know, because I like to spot the trends, you know, to to see what shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because he requested his time and, and he looked to Buffett and Buffett said, yeah, he's got, he can do his time. And he wasn't cut off until he started uh, associating some of these accusations about Buffett. Then it was time to go. But anyway, you can check that out for more details. FBI denies request for Nashville shooters' manifesto writings. Uh, remember how they, they said they were going to release the manifesto? They, did, they, they didn't release the manifesto. Oh, yeah. Despite multiple requests for release of Nashville Christian school shooter Audrey Hale's manifesto and writings surrounding her March 27 attack, left three nine-year-olds and three adults dead. Department of Injustice or the uh, Fascist Bureau of Investigation denied a request from the Epic Times for those documents. They said it would interfere with enforcement proceedings. And so I was wondering about this, and I covered this in an earlier podcast, why that is. So I went back and I looked up our notes on, on that topic in that podcast. Mm-hmm. And you remember when they were texting back and forth, her and her friend? Mm-hmm. And so she was talking about how she's got to die, she wants to die, she needs to die. And one day this will all make sense. And in the text back and forth, she says, I've left more than enough evidence behind. Mm. Which is which has to mean her manifesto. Wow. And the evidence must be so damning. Yeah. That we're, you ain't going to see it. Because, yeah, I, I mean, not to speculate, but I would... I would be inclined to think that she bore her soul and I'm also inclined to think that in doing so she probably expressed the damage that was done to her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that, that would be my guess. I can't prove that, but I 100% believe that. Otherwise, why withhold it? Yeah. If it doesn't have damning evidence in it, why withhold it? Yep, yep, yep. Florida activist secretly ships free sex change kits to children around the country. From Epic Times by Jackson Elliott, May 9th, or updated May 16th. An Epic Times investigation discovered that a Florida activist group secretly sent transgender sex change kits to hundreds of children across the country. There's like a DIY kit. The, okay, you heard of Build-A-Bear? Yeah. This is Build-A-Queer. <laughs> the Build-A-Queer kits contain breast binders. Well, that's really the name. Yeah, that's really the name. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> the Build-A-Queer kit contains breast binders, condoms, fake male genitalia called packers, tape used to bind and hide male genitalia, and more. Wow. Several of these items can potentially harm children, experts have told the Epic Times. And some of these groups' actions appear to be illegal, at least according to the laws in some states, including Florida. I would think so, right? Uh huh. <laughs> but check this out. Until recently, the group's giveaways included trans self defense kits. 
which contained weapons, including knives and tasers. The items were available to children and others who applied online, according to Celio Sonsare. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Director of the Florida group, The Queer Trans Project. You know, I, I saw... <laughs> can't remember where I saw this. Um, it was online somewhere. And I think it might have been a Twitter post. They asked, why aren't they sending these things and doing story time for uh, elderly people in nursing homes? This is insane. Uh, the group's website has had 90,000 visits, and the TikTok account has uh, a following of 43,000. <laughs> this stuff wasn't happening 10 years ago, man. But what would happen, like, I've done this a lot. I mean, a lot. This made this comparison. What if there was a save your soul kit, a six-step process, whatever step process in there about how to teach your child to come to know Jesus? sent out across the country what, I, ki- what kind of problems do you think that would cause not a lot I, I don't know how, how how is that even legal though that, that, that is a thing that is throwing me for a loop right but are they minors that which is the other thing that I'm curious about I don't know how they get away with this it says that all of our items this is from the director Sonsare all of our items are for all are for individuals of all ages. Nine hundred and fifty nine kits. South Dakota. Let's see. They go to every state except North Dakota, South Dakota, Alaska, Vermont, Montana. Right here, some of the kits. The group stated that it has so far mailed twenty free trans self defense kits, each including a knife, a steel baton, pepper spray, and a taser. With instructions on how to use the weapons. In some states, it's illegal for kids under a certain age to have a taser. I, I, that is absolutely astounding to me. Yeah. The Queer Trans Project, QTQ, or QTP. This one's also from the Epic Times, May 9th, by Marina Zhang. Everything could be an enemy. Asked cell diseases reported after COVID-19 vaccination. More than 22 months after taking her first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, musician and singer Emmeline Delapax was diagnosed with various systemic diseases. She has seen at least 16 medical specialists all convinced that the vaccine was involved especially her longtime primary care physician who knew that Della Pax, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, was healthy prior to getting the shot. She's had excruciating pain in her arms and legs. She's felt sedated. Her face and, her face and joints swelled. Burning pain flared throughout her body and her heart rate increased. A mast cell activation syndrome. Her body is confused and reactive. So the uh, Walensky, CDC director, mm-hmm. I think she was forced to step down. It seems like, um, from what I understand, um, she has been the designated fall guy. Uh, for madness. The CDC's policies and the whole vaccine pushing um, agenda that they embarked on. So they're going to clean it up, huh? 
I don't know what they're going to do, but I know that's what they've done thus far, you know. Eager publicists for racial reparations in California. I, I want reparations. <clears throat> I'll go to California to get it, mm-hmm. you know, just just let me know where I got to go. <laughs> that's from the Daily Signal by Tim Graham, May 10th. How insanely radical and unjust can blue states get? Californians, California's nine-member reparations task force voted May 6 to recommend that state lawmakers provide billions of dollars in compensation payments to black residents along with a formal apology for slavery. One, one point, $1.2 million per person, I think. Is the task force? I, I wonder how they came up with that number, though. You know, <laughs> but Gavin said he in pain. You know, what, you heard what he said? Yeah. <laughs> he said, "This hurt is bigger than money." <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up, man. That's what he said. He said, "This is more complex than money can solve." So we in pain, that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no. There's no logic there is. in this, all right? You have people that were never a part of slavery wanting reparations from a people who never owned slaves. Yeah. You know who the first legal slave owner in this country was? A black man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let me see if I can find his name. But the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous, man. Um, so they break it down here. They've got health care disparities. They've got incarceration, over-policing disparities, war on drug disparities, discrimination disparities. Anyway, the total of all these disparities is $980,000. And that's going to go to each individual. Why not just round it up to a million uh-huh. or something? Uh, somebody has said this, or no, I guess he, this author says this is probably not going to happen. Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson, the first slave yeah. over in America. Yeah. Wow. Go figure. Well, they don't teach that in schools, do they? No. This is probably not going to happen because it would cost more than twice the current California state. So, like liberals usually, they're just all talk and no walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need your reparations. But, you know, you never get it. But why do you, why do you think you, you should get it? But th- this is a thing on another level. And shows how stupid these people are. The Democrats, the left, have pandered to this. Newsom was almost driven out of California in a snap election how he wins i don't know how but let's just say that everything was above board one of the things that he ran on was this reparations thing and these idiots you know rode that train yes 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 you know they formed this task force and then it gets to him for the ultimate decision and he says no (laughs) my my dad always says that everyone learns he said some people learn sooner, some people learn later, but everyone learns. I don't think that's true today, man. I, 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 I don't. I think once upon a time that was the case. I, don't, I think these people today 
are incapable of learning and doing better in this regard. It is unbelievable. So by now you've heard all about this uh, Marine on the subway. They're calling it a chokehold. Yeah. When it's not a chokehold, it's called a carotid restraint is what it's called. They're saying that the Marine used deadly force. Anyway, uh-huh. so it's not a chokehold, it's a carotid restraint. Bongino pointed out that if it was a chokehold, then everybody that practiced this martial art would be dead, right? Right. If it was deadly force. So that right there tells you it's not deadly force. But I'm glad to see that the, that the give, send, go money coming in for his legal defense. This shit over a million dollars now. Yeah, I mean it's a travesty. So, about so the same yeah. guy that went after Trump yeah. for stupidness. Yeah, brag is the same guy that's going after this. So Marine. you, couple of things about this, right? So the the homeless person was um, on the top fifty yeah. list mm-hmm. of the most dangerous homeless people. Mentally unstable. On the streets of New York. Yeah, he was on a list of mentally unstable people in New York. Top 50. And he's had over 60 arrests. Right. And then, to brag, that is the same guy that... So, you remember on previous podcast I told you about this um, gold star. Well, not a gold star mom because her son didn't die um, when he was on his tours. But in New York... He was um, jumped, pulled in by a girl, and then jumped by, I think, three or four other other guys. And they beat him and stabbed him to death. Died right there in the streets. Right? And um, Bragg was the prosecuting uh, attorney on that case. And he dropped all of the charges against these. Right? Um, he, he said that the young lady... The young lady was, um, she got time served for assault. One of the guys that stabbed him to death was charged with assault with a shoe. Because while they were stomping and kicking him on the ground, his shoe came off. And that was what they charged him with. The same guy, Mm -hmm. Alvin Bragg, that is now trying to put this guy in, in, in prison. What would he? What do you think he would have done if this marine was black? I guess that'd make it tougher for him, huh? It, it yeah, it might have been a challenge. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. City of Baltimore files lawsuit against Hyundai, Hyundai Kia over car thefts. Speaking about insanity. <laughs> Remember, uh, we covered this. The Kia boys. I mean, right from this guy's desk, Brandon M. Scott, a mayor. This is his thing. We're going after the manufacturers. <laughs> Do you want to get into more of that? Well, you, I, I just want to say, all right, you see, when you open the door on the left, this is what happens. Remember when they, the Democrats were trying their dead-level best to open gun manufacturers up to lawsuits? Right. And they fought and they pushed. And they they had some victories in that regard. With that, it set a precedent for absolving criminals, lunatics, of all guilt and responsibility. 
and placing it on something else. I've never seen a firearm decide one day that he's going to take a walk and shoot someone. Never seen that. <laughs> never seen a car that says, hey, come steal me. <laughs> right? Or a car that says, I'm going to run these people down. I, I, so can't be the driver, right? This is insanity, man. Tax, tax dollars is going to pay for this lawsuit in court. All of the legal fees, uh, fees are going to be borne by the taxpayers of that city. Which is, uh, oh my goodness. Really? So what's next? Sue home builders because houses are getting broken into. I mean, where does it stop? You got to sue... Um manufacturers of silverware because people are getting fat instead of pandora's box it's the stupid box and then somebody <laughs> opened it and it just took over dc police confirmed bannon's home swatted while interviewed congresswoman mace on his war room show i heard about this just the news by daniel hug come on man what we're trying to do the podcast here. Apple, man. <laughs> All right, this is uh, May 12th. The Metro Metropolitan Police Department confirmed Friday that former Trump White House political strategist Steve Bannon's Washington, D.C. home was swatted Thursday while he was interviewing South Carolina GOP rep Nancy Mace live for his Bannon's War Room live stream TV show. Now, if there happens to be some out there that don't know what SWAT it is, somebody makes a 911 call saying some sort of violence is occurring at such and such place or your place. The incident occurred about 10.30 a.m. They were on the air to discuss uh, President Biden and his family's bank records. An MPD spokeswoman told Just the News that officers responded to a call about a shooting Searched around the home, but didn't find anything. So I, I have a question about this swatting thing, right? Because um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Steve Bannon are by far the people that I've heard swatted the most. By leaps and bounds. And... Do you need to get that, man? Just alerts, man. <laughs> and um, so... This is my question, all right? Someone calls 911. They have to give an address, all right? So the person feeling the call that's passing this on to dispatch, to whatever unit this is going to, they don't know that there's a history of this nonsense at these particular addresses. I mean, because from what I understand, it seems like if there are 10 calls, they get swatted 10 times at the same address, man. Yeah, well, flip that around. How how come they don't go to the one that made the call and say, what's up? I mean, why don't they get charged? And they should because yeah. illegal use of, of 911 is um, a chargeable offense. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm improper use. But I'm, I mean, I don't understand how... The, they, these houses in particular, these addresses, can be swatted that many times. I mean, I understand that you have to honor a threat. But 
I think with that, there should be some sensibility or, or reasonableness involved where, again, this address, again, you know, maybe you find who placed the call and then you just go straight there. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and it's going to keep going on because it's like this. So we have this uh, Spanish community comes in and uses our church mm-hmm. on Sunday after we leave. A lot They keep setting off the alarm. The church keeps paying for it. Said, you know, if you want them to stop setting off the alarm, you need to pass that bill to them. All right. And that'll stop the alarm going right. off. You get what I'm saying? So if you want the swatting to stop, we need to start filing charges against the person that made the call. Then it would stop. Yep. 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 And then if you want to branch that even farther, back to this other nonsense, if you want crime to stop, you got to prosecute. Yeah. Yep. How did we get here? <laughs> Keep voting Democrat. That's <laughs> how. All right. New York City Mayor Adams considers abandoned prison. Asks property owners to house influx of migrants. Can you imagine if Trump would consider prison for migrants? Huh. What the headlines would just how that would come across? Yeah, I mean they they they'd spin that every which way. Just the news by Joseph Weber on May twelfth. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is reportedly considering housing migrants in a shuttered Hudson Valley prison. Adams. In the call, said his administration needs help from neighboring counties as they, as the city has already provided housing, food, and other services to over 65,000 asylum seekers over the past years. Over the past year. Adams has also asked property owners in New York to help house migrants, according to the Daily Caller Foundation. Adams said earlier this week he intends to relocate 300 recent arrivals to Orange and Rockland counties. You know, so while he's considering, you know, housing these these folks and asking people to put them up in, in their properties, mm-hmm. you know what he has done? He has, so there have been hotels that were used mm-hmm. for um, homeless vets in New York, and uh, they kicked them all out to mm-hmm. house to house these, these yeah, migrants. That's nice. Yeah. That he's done. He didn't give that any consideration. He did that. He did, uh, just kicked them out. Their Durham report reveals massive failures on FBI's investigation of Trump. I saw this, and uh, I, I couldn't care less one way or the other at this point. Until I see somebody... What do you mean? Well, there's nothing in there that the public didn't know Doesn't already for the know. past two years. Yeah. This just makes it official yeah. and public. Right. That's all it does. Right. Now, he has... It just kind of confirms everything everybody said. Well, did we need that, though? Did, do we need a pat on the back to say, all right, kids, you guys were right? I want to see somebody or buddies hauled off to jail. Yeah. That's what I want to see. That's what we all want to <laughs> see, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. When that happens, you know, then... I'd be interested. Maybe if in, Trump gets elected, that would happen. Well, like I told you Sunday, man. They cannot let that man back up in there. Not now. <laughs> yeah, really. Not now. Boy. <laughs> you can imagine what that's going to look like. Sheesh. They know. <laughs> Do you remember what we said about what was going on in Israel? Mm-hmm. 
when Netanyahu got reelected, there was a massive, massive protest. People just, government officials just quit working their jobs and the economy came to a halt. I think that's what's going to happen if Trump gets... But if I think if if government workers quit, I think the country would be better for it. Mm-hmm. I I I think so. So I'm all for that. I mean, fired would be better, you know. But uh, if they want to take the initiative and quit, you know, at least then that would put severance and 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 their pension in 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 jeopardy, you know, because they instigated the separation. But um, yeah, the the federal government needs a good cleaning. Yeah, a good cleansing, if you ask me. So, if if that were to happen, there would be no tears shed over here. Don't fall for this government shutdown business, because veterans still get paid, you know, disability still goes out, Medicare, Medicaid still gets paid, um, whatever money that you're on the dole for receiving, whatever, that gets paid. So the government shutdown is kind of a good thing, actually. But salary, some salaries, if not all government salaries, don't get paid, but they do get them retroactively once the shutdown is averted. So uh, a, a lot of them are paid extremely well for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So there is that. But yeah, man, I'm I'm all for it. Shut it down. Shut it down. So you still believe in that electric car? toxicity of lithium-ion batteries at odds with push for electrical vehicles by Naveen Astropoli, May 15th. A 2019 study by Circular Energy Stores calculated that production of an NCM-111 lithium battery results in 73 kilograms of carbon dioxide equivalent emissions per kilowatt hour. NCM-111 triple one batteries contain one third nickel one third cobalt one third magne- manganese in the cath- cathode anyway it's bs <laughs> all that stuff about climate change you gotta get your kid on the electric car business going it's just so frustrating you know the, there's this idea oh yeah electric cars that's a great idea let's do that but then where, where are the people that think, okay, well, how do we get the resources? Where do those come from? Well, they come from third world countries by from children working in the mines. Yeah. And if you see what those, what those mines look like after they're done mining, it looks like bombs were dropped that place the land is unusable so it's speaking of land so (laughs) do you see what trump said about the land that's owned by the federal government no i missed that so the federal government owns one third of the land mass of north america of north america right one third they're not doing anything with it Matter of fact, I could go off on a whole tirade about. But this includes parks, right? Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it would. It would. I. I would. It would have to be because that's federal. Federal yeah. land, right? 
Um, but like for instance, like out in Utah, right? There's been a well documented history of um, a fight between the BLM, um, FBI, and Lavoy Finicum, um, Ammon Bundy, and these guys overland. Um, <laughs> the BLM. What are they? What not, are they not, not. The BLM that you know, there are oh Bureau um, of Land yeah, Management, okay. Yeah. Um, over hundreds and hundreds, thousands of acres of land in Utah, right, untouched, and um, Lavoie Finnecom grazed there. He had turned his cattle out, so you know there are some laws on the books that give a pathway for a person to own this land if it's not used, right? If they can demonstrate seasonal use of the land um grazing the land uh, restoring the land going through that whole process and if they've done that long enough then they can lay claim to the land all right um and that's binding so what he what trump was saying was there is so much land that the government owns that is unused undeveloped untouched and what he said was when he is president, he will build new cities on that land. He said he would open it up for businesses, for tendering, development companies. I mean, I, I, I just list, gave that just a thought. For, hmm. for Do you know what that would do to the economy? Do a lot of good. Oh, my goodness. And I was like... Mm. But he is a businessman. He's about making money. Yep. Yep. You see, that's that's the thought process. You know, open it up. Just like what he did with Opportunity Zones. They don't talk about that. Mm -mm. But under the Opportunity Zones initiative, you've had record black-owned businesses mm -hmm. springing up in this country from coast to coast. <laughs> right? Record numbers. First-time business owners. Um opportunities for development uh, i mean you name it but you know big bad orange man eh <laughs> yeah some there was a picture of all these illegals coming in the country uh -huh. and then underneath it was a a caption that read what well, hey but no mean tweets right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and i'm like that is a hell of a of, of a campaign point i mean because for one it won't be democratically run cities because they're only good at taking over and destroying they don't build anything all right so uh no i mean yeah it'll be up to the people that live there and, and well, yeah you would think well I, you know what i i don't have that much trust in in people to think that you know they would do the right thing but you know in my country we had a prime minister this was be was before I was born, but he was ahead of his time. This is Trinidad. Yeah. Um, ahead of his time in, in his governance where he put certain things in place because uh, our history is has some similarities, but it's different. So it did have slavery there, but we also had what they called um, the indentured laborers, right? Um, so the dynamic was pride predominantly between um, blacks and East Indians, 
Um, and the East Indians typically resided out into the rural areas, right? Country areas further away from the cities. And uh, Dr. Eric Williams, being uh, the visionary that he was, saw that agriculture was a significant part of the country's development and, and so forth. And so he built markets in the major cities from the, all along the east-west corridor, the northern part, and from central to south. So countries shaped like a boot. So that's the north, south, east-west, all the way across. He built these markets infrastructure-wise, had it there, and all the people had to do was take their goods there, claim a stall, mm. and sell. That's all they had to do. Like, you couldn't have done more. <laughs> like, the only thing that he didn't do was drag them by their ears and say, mm. here, go sell. I mean, he built an entire infrastructure to facilitate farmers. Mm. The blacks did not seize the opportunity. And what happened? The East Indians came from all of the outskirts and took all of them. And to this very day, they dominate agriculture, the entire agriculture industry. Now, he can only do so much. I say that to, to say that you're right, you know, he can build everything and people will still be people. All right, this last one is just listen to this uh, headline. Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine becomes unavailable in the U.S. What was special about Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Didn't kill people. That's right. <laughs> didn't have the mRNA, the protein uh, yeah. spike. No longer available. So now if you want to get the uh, vaccine... You get the mRNA only. No choice. From day one, they have tried to to do away with uh, with Johnsons and Johnson. You know, at first they came out and said it was the efficacy, it wasn't safe, and yada 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 yada. Um, but curiously enough, that's the one that all of the doctors and the medical practitioners were taking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and it says in the article about the vaccine from Johnson Johnson was a one-shot deal. Yeah, that's it. Yep. The mRNA is a multiple-shot deal. Well, hey, guys, that's all we got for you today. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, enemies about us. <laughs> Reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com, the Greg letter N, Dave Show at Outlook.com. Until next time, stay safe. Peace.